Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Lake podcast, where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Lake podcast. I'm your host, Cheyenne Bearson, and today we have Captain Shane York on with us. Today, we're going to discuss his recent charter fishing with Team Salt Life. Captain Shane, how's it going? Oh, it's good. Going good. Awesome. Can you give us a brief overview of yourself? So my name is Captain Shane. I've been fishing in Louisiana for a while, since around 1997. I uh, got my captain's license back in 2014, started chartering in 2015. Uh, been doing it pretty much full time since 2017 or so. How do you like it? Oh, I love it. I would do it. Uh, I would do it even if uh, even if I you know could do it for free. So I, I love chartering, I love taking people out of the water, and um, yeah, love what I do. That's how you know you're passionate about something, right? Oh yes, ma'am. <laughs> what have you been up to? How's fishing been in Louisiana? Uh, fishing's outstanding. Um, I fish almost every day in the fall. There's very few days that I'm not on the water. Uh, I think most of November. I was booked and still booked, uh, except for taking the week off for Thanksgiving. And almost all of December, I'm booked except for the week of uh, Christmas. So it's been pretty good. Wow, you're busy. What's running right now? Well, I specialize in redfish. Um, but, of course, I do a, a lot of inshore fishing. So uh, redfish, speckled trout, black drum, pretty much everything inshore. But uh, my main specialty, a lot of reasons... Uh, People book me are, are for bull reds. I like chasing the really big giant redfish. Is that what you guys went after with Team Salt Life? Yeah. So it was supposed to be a fly fishing only trip. Um, but uh, a couple of days before they got here, we had a, a front blow in. So the wind picked up. So on the first day, um, the wind was blowing probably 20 something miles an hour. So we went out, we actually had to use spinning rods to fish, which I we, I do also. And we caught several big, giant bull red fish, you know, all in the the uh, mid 30 inches and higher. And then uh, the second day, the wind calmed down a little bit. Uh, I don't want to ruin the whole video, but we had a good day fly fishing. <laughs> That's good. Well, I have some good questions for you, so I'm sure you'll be able to fill us in a little bit more as we go along. What was your day like? Did you guys fish inshore or offshore? It was all inshore fishing. Since the wind was blowing around 20-something miles an hour the first day, I usually launch out of Myrtle Grove Marina. That's where I base out of. Um, but since the wind was blowing, I launched closer to the area we were going to be fishing. Uh, it was a little short run, maybe about a 10-minute run to get to the area. And, um, yeah, we, we since the wind was blowing hard, we, we were throwing uh, spinning, spinning, using spinning rods and throwing uh, – throwing what they call a popping cork. So it's a cork uh, with a leader up under it, fluorocarbon leader and a plastic. And uh, that's how we call our redfish. Okay. So how many days of fishing did you guys have? We had two days of fishing. Did you fish all day or did you do half days? We fished, you know, I would say all day, probably about five or six hours at least a day. It was a long days of fishing. So you said you were using plastics, correct? Yes. I, I very rarely throw throw shrimp or throw bait. Uh, I, I'm a, I use a lot of artificials. 
Okay, what was your morning routine like that day preparing for the, well, both days preparing for the charter? Well, uh, I picked Jeff up. He stayed um, at a place called Woodlands, uh, which is only about seven minutes away from the marina. So uh, I went down and picked him up uh, at at Woodlands, and um, we drove down. It's about maybe a 15-minute ride down to the boat launch. Uh, we launched the boat. He helped me launch it, which was cool, and uh, rode out about, about 10 minutes or so and uh, started fishing. I mean, we started catching fish almost immediately. That's a good day of fishing right there when the, the line's at the water and you're hooked up. That's it. That's it. Were redfish your target species that day? Uh, yes, we were targeting uh, bull redfish. So we were on a spawning flat. Um, the redfish in Louisiana usually start spawning usually around mid-August all the way until uh, around mid-October. Uh, this year they started moving in earlier. They started moving in in late July. Um, so we went out to a spawning flat where I knew they would be, um, started throwing the popping corks and, and started catching them. That's great. As far as your setup, you mentioned you were using spinning rods because of the wind. Were you using uh, a certain kind of rod weight to get more of a fight? And what was your setup, basically? Yeah, I use uh, normally um, a medium-heavy uh, spinning rod uh, and, or bait casters, either one. But we were using spinning rods. Uh, mediums work fine, but we're using a medium-heavy on the bull reds. Um, and about a, anywhere from a 3000 series to a 4000 series reel. I don't, I don't want to go with super heavy stuff because I want people to have fun, uh, fighting the fish. And then I normally throw, uh, 30, um, all the way up to 50 pound test braid, but we lately we've been throwing a 40 pound test braided line. Okay. So some, some medium getting into heavy stuff. How big were the reds that you guys caught? They were all close to 20 pounds or, or bigger. Um, they were in their mid 30 inches, you know, uh, a, a redfish technically down here in Louisiana, a redfish is considered a bull red once it hits 27 inches. But to me, that's, that's a small 27 inches is a big fish, but down here that's, that's small. Uh, so we were catching all ours were in the mid thirties and, and up. So mid 30 inches and up. Yes, ma'am. Wow, that's big. Did you guys catch any other fish? Well, we caught uh, speckled trout, a lot of speckled trout and white trout. Um, those are, are usually always mixed in with the bull reds. Um, and in the fall, if you find the trout, you're probably going to find the bull reds with them because the bull reds actually come in and eat the trout. So if, you, if you're catching trout, you're probably going to catch some bull reds with them. So they will eat the smaller trout? Oh, yeah. I've had them. Um, I've been reeling in speckled trout before and had bull reds come up and, and, and grab them, along Holy with sharks cow. and yes, of course. So. so they're super aggressive when they're feeding. Oh, yeah. Very, very aggressive. Um, yeah. I mean, they'll, if you're not, if you're not expecting it, they'll almost, you know, pull the rod out of your hand. So. Sounds like a fun fight. Can you tell us a little bit about the emotions that, you and Team Salt Life had reeling in these bull reds throughout the two days. Oh yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. There's there's nothing like, uh, you know, chasing down these big bull red fish. Um, we're on the, when they're on the spawning flats like that, they're really aggressive. Uh, so they're out there. The males are are super aggressive. You know, feeding and the you know 
uh, and chasing bait and the, the females are the same way. They're, they're either feeding up right before they go in to spawn or they're feeding right after the spawn. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, they're super aggressive. The, um, the females spawn about, uh, every two to seven day, every two to seven days. So, uh, it's, and, and that's for a couple months. So it's, it's, you know, they lay and they lay about one and a half million eggs every, every few days whenever they spawn. So. Wow. How's the population for them right now? Uh, the population here, um, in Louisiana is pretty good. Um, especially on the, on the big bull reds. Um, you know, it's pretty high. The, uh, and one way you can tell is there's certain times in certain areas you catch what, what we call a lot of rat reds or smaller red fish. And, and you, you may pull into an area and just catch those literally as fast as you can throw a lure or whatever and you're catching the fish. So you can kind of tell that the population is okay. Um, it, it definitely used to be better, uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's doing okay. Why do you think it used to be better? Has the bag limit expanded or just more fishermen now? Definitely a lot more fishermen. Uh, and a lot of us due to regulations, they, uh, they're actually trying to decrease the amount of fish you can keep. Cause right now in Louisiana, you can keep five redfish. They're trying to, to drop that number down. I, I hope they do. They've already passed the law for speckled trout because speckled trout was uh, 25 per person. Um, what? With only being 12 inches long, you know, so they just passed that. That, that goes into effect November 20th, where now it's going to be, uh, it, and to me it's still a lot, but it's going to be uh, 15 per person. Um, and they're raising the uh, the length limit on speckled trout up to 13 inches, and you can't keep any over 20 inches. So uh, I hope we get a lot like Florida and, and Texas down there, you know, they catch on average a lot bigger speckled trout because of their regulations. So I hope we, we get, you know. Yeah. Wow. 25 speckled trout. That is a lot between the people and the bull reds. They don't stand much of a chance. Right. Right. You know, especially springtime and fall when the trout are really running, uh, you know, people come in and like, oh, we, you know, they, they'll have four people in the boat and they're like, oh, we limited out. So that means they, they caught a hundred trout, you know, and that's, that's to me, that's just taking a lot, a lot away. I'm, I'm a big catch and release guy. I, I, I very rarely keep anything, honestly. So, Yeah. Don't keep more than you can eat. Right. Right. If I, if I, if I keep some speckled trout, um, I'll keep seven or eight and I cook them the same night and that's, that's it for me. Were you guys able to keep any fish to do a cook and catch with Team Salt Life? Um, they didn't. They didn't do that. Um, where they were staying at, they were staying at, at Woodland, and they provide really good meals there. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's like five course meals. So they were staying there at, at Woodland, and um, so they they had plenty to eat. So that sounds like good eating. Do they serve local seafood, or is it just whatever's on the menu? Yeah, it's a lot of local seafood. So at Woodland, what they do is uh, when you go in and eat there, so when you go in for dinner, um, it's, it's a basically a five-course meal. They, they come out and offer, uh, they tell you what three things, what three main choices you have for dinner that night. So it might be a seafood and a steak and something else. But uh, all the seafood is local, and it's, it's really good there. Sounds like a great place to stay. What was your favorite part of the charter? 
my favorite part was probably on the second day whenever uh, whenever Jeff caught his first ever redfish on a fly rod, and it was a giant. Oh, man. that's So he was able to get a little fly rod action in. Oh, yeah. So on the second day, the winds didn't blow as bad starting off first thing in the morning, so we decided to try to fly fish. And uh, the first area we, we hit, the first bank we went down, uh, we were around. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, you know, funny even talking about it or whatever, but we were around in the corner. Uh, I saw a big, red, like a, a gigantic bull redfish coming towards the boat. And I said, hey, you know, he's out there at 20 feet or whatever. And he made the cast and the fish disappeared. The water wasn't real clean. So the fish kind of disappeared. And I said, well, strip. He stripped and he stripped a couple of times on the fly rod. And he's like, I got him. I said, really? And uh, that redfish took off. I mean, he was a gi- he was either 40 or 41 inches. Whoa. So this first one ever on the fly rod. That is so awesome. Leave it to Jeff to catch a monster like that on his first one on fly. Yep, his first one. So and we ended up catching he ended up catching another one that day, I think that was twenty five or twenty six inches. And then um Aaron fished with us on the second day. Um and uh she ended up catching well they, they both ended up catching some really big bull rays on the second day also. I know from personal experience, Jeff and Aaron are a blast to fish with. What was his reaction to catching that fish and really get in? I know he he gets really into it. Oh, he did. He was he was super excited. I mean, he's he he was just he loved it. You know, he was uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but yeah, he 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 went crazy over that fish, and it, it wore him out because it takes when you catch a big one like that, especially on a fly rod. It takes a while to get them in. I'm sure they're going to edit it down for the uh, the video, but he probably fought that thing for, I'd say, 10 to 15 minutes at least to get him in. That's a stressful fight. Oh, yeah. On a fly rod, um, you know, fly fishing, that's, that's really the main thing I do. I know we've been talking about the spinner rod stuff, but the main reason they came down was to do the fly fishing with me. Uh, that's what I really love to do. And, uh, the fly fishing for the redfish is just so much fun because normally in a, in a normal situation, you're literally fishing inches, you know, maybe a foot of water, sometimes maybe a little over a foot, but usually inches of water. And you're watching these gigantic redfish come up and, and grab a fly and, and take off with it. It's just, it's so much fun. That is insane. So how deep of water were you guys in when you caught his? That day we were probably in about, um, he probably hung that fish in about a foot and a half of water to maybe two feet. Like I said, the water was a little dirty. So I saw the fish coming because you couldn't miss him. He was so big. So we saw him coming. He put the fly out there um, and the fish dove and uh, he disappeared. So Jeff stripped it a couple of times and uh, he's like, I got it. And, and it was, it took off, you know, hundred miles an hour. So Now when they hit on fly, is it more of like a slow pull or is it an aggressive hit? It's both. It's both. So sometimes, and I, I've got a YouTube channel, so you can kind of go on there and see a bunch of this stuff. But uh, sometimes you'll just feel a tick or you might just see them grab it. And other times they explode on it. You know, it's, they do both. Wow. Sounds like an intense fight on fly. 
Do you have any other highlights from the trip or really any of your charters that you'd like to share with us? Well, I mean, it was just, it was all a lot of fun. Like I said, he, he, he caught the giant on the fly, which was probably the, the highlight of the trip. But even on the, the, using the spinning rod stuff and those, those high winds, I said the winds were blowing probably 20 something miles an hour the first day. Um, but we were still able to catch some really big ones and, um, it was just all a lot of fun, you know. That's awesome. Well, do you have any upcoming fishing trips planned? I know you said you went fishing today. Yeah. So um, today I went fishing. It was just me and a buddy of mine. He fishes on the uh, the pro tour. So he, he got home last night. So we went for just a couple of hours today. Um, we caught five or six redfish. But yes, ma'am, I have a charter tomorrow. Uh, I'm fishing again this weekend. I have a charter Monday. And then I'm gonna take a few days off Thanksgiving, but then I'm right back at it. After Thanksgiving, I'm I'm booked almost all the way through until Christmas time. So yeah, it's we say most of them are fly fishing trips, actually. That sounds like a fun couple months of fishing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's it's a lot of fun and you never know who you're gonna get. I mean, it was salt life back in October, um, but I've had I took a comedian here recently a couple of weeks ago. Uh, David Lucas, uh, he's a comedian, took him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you just never know who you're going to get. We we get celebrities, you know, it's rock bands. You never know who you're going to take. So. so I'll have to look up David Lucas. I, I love a good comedian, but I haven't heard of him yet. He's actually from Georgia. He's, he's oh, is he? Mm-hmm. He, lives in, uh, he lives in Austin, Texas now. He moved over there to be closer to, you know, that's where Joe Rogan's based out of now. So, and they're friends. So, uh, uh, he moved to Austin, but he's, but he's from Georgia and that's so, and he fishes. So I, I actually contacted him. I was like, Hey, let's go fishing. He was like, Oh, you know, and so it was pretty cool. How cool is that? So you had mentioned your YouTube channel. Can you shout out your social media so we can follow along? Yes. Yeah, so on YouTube is gripping G R I P P I G. So gripping lips fishing. You know, because when you're catching a fish, a lot of times you're holding them up by their mouth. So Gripping Lips Fishing on YouTube and uh, on Instagram is Gripping Lips Fishing Charters. But there's just a little underscore between all the words. Awesome. Well, if I'm ever in Louisiana, I know who to reach out to for a charter for Bull Reds. And we here at Salt Life really appreciate you being on the Above and Below podcast with us and sharing your adventures from your charter with Team Salt Life. And we look forward to hearing from you in the near future and tuning along with your YouTube channel. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see the video. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am too. So for you guys, all of our listeners, um, the video should be up on the Salt Life channel. So don't don't miss out on that one. It sounds like a blast of a fishing trip. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you, Captain Shade. We will talk to you later and hope to hear from you soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.